0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. It is confirmed a verdict has been reached in the trial of Kyle Rittenhouse. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Right now, as we know it, the jury has been called by the judge. They are heading to the courtroom. Family members have been called to the courtroom. And we will hear it live right here. 833-GOT-TONY, Eight three three four six eight eight six six nine. 468 8669 There had been conversations, rumors that this jury was deadlocked. One would have to think that that's a small possibility at this stage of the game. Then again, most people thought the result would come back, a verdict would come back in a matter of hours, not days. We are on day four. The jury is entering the courthouse as we speak. We have got eyes on all of the prizes everywhere. We have lawyers ready to go on standby. We have been uh, speaking with, of course, you know, one of the people we go to often, William Jacobson, Cornell Law Professor uh, from Legal Insurrection. He's ready to go. Trial lawyer Kurt Schlichter is ready to go as well as we get the response here, as we get to what the result is. Now, what is that result going to be and how is that result going to be responded to? This is not something I can answer. What is it that we will see from Kenosha, where they have been gearing up for riots in the face of of this result? Now, there should be no riots, of course. What a silly thing. But there are people geared up for it in an absolutely gigantic way. More than 500 uh, National Guard troops have been at the ready. This because Kyle Rittenhouse shot and killed two people and injured a third. This happened during riots that took place after the shooting of Jacob Blake by police. Jacob Blake, it should be noted, did not listen to the police. There was a restraining order against him. There was a knife in his hand. And he was entering a vehicle where there were children. All of this... Needs to always be remembered. This happened all before he was shot by police. Then there were riots. Kyle Rittenhouse was there. No, he did not bring a firearm with him across state lines. Yes, he knew uh, the area because he has relatives that live there. I think it was his father. He was attacked by three different people. One man chasing after him while he was screaming that he was friendly and didn't want a confrontation. That man grabbed his gun. That's when Kyle Rittenhouse fired. A guy who, by the way, has his own criminal record, including abusive children. Another man who attacked him with a skateboard repeatedly. And then the guy who pointed a gun at him and was shot. The third person did not die. The judge in the case, Judge Schrader, is now speaking. Let's take it to the judge.
1: Reaction to the verdict, and uh, as you can see, there is quite a bit of law enforcement here, and you will be whisked out of here if there is any, so just be aware. People standing up would be an indication that the jury is likely coming back in at this moment. So we are very, very close hearing what they have decided
0: okay we're sharing the feed with fox news right now so that's brett bear you heard right there you already had the judge letting people know if you act out in this courtroom you will be removed by law enforcement from this courtroom the jury making its way back in let's take it back to the court the verdict of kyle rick to get organized in the courtroom. I didn't want you to have to listen to all that static all the time. Kyle Rittenhouse is there. The charcoal suit, the burgundy shirt with the lighter purple tie. Looking straight ahead and a little bit down, his two lawyers next to him, arms crossed. Certainly a crowd behind them as they wait for this verdict to be read. Now, as we heard the rumors, they said that maybe it was uh, a deadlock jury. doesn't seem to be the case right now. It seems that there will be a verdict here. Right, there um, are jury, you, uh, six charges. Let's take it back to the judge. Would you uh, 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 give your jury number, please? 54.
1: 54. And uh, has the jury reached a verdict as to each count of the information? Yes, we have, Your Honor. Uh, one verdict and one verdict only? Yes. Would you hand all of the paperwork to the bailiff, please?
2: This is the ones that we didn't okay?
1: Yeah, uh, everything. Okay. Yeah, thanks. May I see that too, please, Mr. Uh, is- oh I'm sorry. Chairman, thank you.
0: Going through what was handed to him by the jury. The jury will rise, face the jury, and hearken to its verdicts. State of Wisconsin
2: versus Kyle Rittenhouse. As to the first count of the information, Joseph Rosenbaum, we the jury find the defendant Kyle H. Rittenhouse not guilty. As to the second count of the information, Richard McGinnis, we the jury find the defendant Kyle H. Rittenhouse not guilty. As to the third count of the information, unknown male, we the jury find the defendant Kyle H. Rittenhouse not guilty. As to the fourth count of the information, Anthony Huber, we the jury find the defendant Kyle H. Rittenhouse not guilty. As to the fifth count of the information, Gage Grosskreutz, we the jury find the defendant Kyle H. Rittenhouse not guilty.
1: Members of the jury, are these your unanimous verdicts? Is there anyone who does not agree with the verdicts as read? Uh, Would you wish the jury pulled? No. Okay. Uh, Okay, folks, your uh, job is done, and uh, we started just about three weeks ago. And I told you, not guilty
0: on all counts. Kyle Rittenhouse, not guilty. On all counts, he has collapsed into his chair, hugging his lawyer right now, trying to control himself. It was charges of first-degree recklessly endangering safety, use of a dangerous weapon. It was first-degree reckless homicide, use of a dangerous weapon. It got into other charges of attempted first-degree intentional homicide. And then again, with possession of a dangerous weapon by a person under 18, that was the charge dismissed by the judge. Then failure to comply with an emergency order from state or local government. Not guilty on all of the charges. I know the judge is still speaking, Kyle, if we, uh, 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 Kyle Rittenhouse. I was talking to producer. All right, if we can bring that up just a little bit. So
1: um, I dismiss you at this time. You're never under any obligation to discuss any aspect of this case with anyone. You're welcome to do so as little or as much as you want. Uh, The media have requested, a number of media sources have requested the ability to talk to you, and uh, they have been uh, allowed to present uh, presentations to you that you'll get in writing. And it's entirely up to you whether you want to contact contact them. They are not to contact you. if anyone does contact you and just, you know, tell them you're not interested in discussing it, if that's the case, um, and if anyone persists in doing so, uh, report that to us and it will be addressed, I assure you. Uh, at the beginning of the trial, uh, there was some concern about uh, information and, uh, uh, and your safety. And I assure you that we will take every uh, measure to ensure that that is uh, your concerns are addressed and respected. Um, And um, I'm going to talk to you for just a minute, not about anything to do with the the
0: case. talk to the jury there as the instructions continue as he heads out. Uh, This is, for a lot of people, the verdict that was desired, the idea that self-defense does indeed matter. Because what did not matter is whether or not Kyle Rittenhouse was there. People wanted that to be the case, that to be the story. Kyle Rittenhouse should not have been there. Kyle Rittenhouse, as an American citizen, had the right to be there. Well, he was 17. Ah, you bring up a good point there. Because you never went anywhere you weren't supposed to when you were 17. But that's not the part that matters. That's the part for us on a bar stool. The part that mattered was whether or not whether or not he was allowed to engage in self-defense that was the question and the answer is clearly yes it does go to show that what the prosecution put forward was not a case of any strength or how the prosecution put it forward because we saw quite clearly this prosecution get into fights with the judge. We saw quite clearly the prosecution uh, get, uh, uh, make the judge angry, and there's a question of whether or not that had an effect on the jury. Kyle Rittenhouse found not guilty on all counts. That's what has happened here. On all counts, not guilty, and Kyle Rittenhouse, hearing this, literally fell back into his chair. Lawyers are still in the room. Jury is being excused. There's going to be a lot to break down, a lot to go over. William Jacobson, Cornell law professor, is scheduled to be with us coming up in a little bit. And then uh, Kurt Schlichter, uh, trial lawyer, will also be giving his take on what he saw in this court and then... Of course, there is a conversation of now that this is done, what about all the people who called Kyle Rittenhouse a white supremacist? How about President Biden who engaged those kinds of conversations? Exactly how many defamation lawsuits are about to come? Keep it right here. Tony Katz, Tony Katz Today.
1: This is breaking news from the 93 WIPC Mobile News Center.
0: Not guilty. All counts for Kyle Rittenhouse in the trial in Kenosha. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. That ruling just coming down from the jury moments ago. Kyle Rittenhouse stood to hear the counts against him. Five counts, actually, not six. On Rosenbaum, on McGinnis, on an unknown male, on Huber, and on Grosskreutz. Grosskreutz was the one who pointed his gun at Rittenhouse and had his bicep shot, not guilty on all counts, leading to Kyle Rittenhouse to basically collapse in his chair after the reading of the verdict, which I have for you right here.
2: State of Wisconsin versus Kyle Rittenhouse. That's the first count of the information, Joseph Roosevelt. The jury find the defendant Kyle H. Rittenhouse not guilty. As to the second count of the information, Richard McGinnis, we the jury find the defendant Kyle H. Rittenhouse not guilty. As to the third count of the information, unknown male, we the jury find the defendant Kyle H. Rittenhouse not guilty. As to the fourth count of the information, Anthony Huber, we the jury find the defendant Kyle H. Rittenhouse not guilty. As to the fifth count of the information Gage courts we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle, A. Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty.
1: Members of the jury, are these
0: your unanimous verdicts? Is there anyone who does not agree with the verdicts as read? Kyle uh, need- uh, Rittenhouse actually had to be helped into his chair uh, by counsel. An intense scene and one that could possibly lead to an intense scene. Right now, all eyes are on Kenosha, Wisconsin, because people have been threatening rioting because what they wanted was what they wanted. They didn't want the rule of law, something that we have to keep in mind and we have to engage conversations in. One thing that is true is that many people don't know much about this case. They actually believe that Kyle Rittenhouse shot somebody who was black or shot multiple people who were black, and that never happened. Nobody black is involved in this case at all or in any way. But that hasn't stopped people who want to engage in destruction and certainly want to engage in lying, and there has been a lot of lying about this case. I will tell you that until Kyle Rittenhouse took the stand, a lot of us were only paying attention to it in a tangential kind of way. But when Kyle Rittenhouse took the stand just uh, maybe a week or so ago, people said, wait, he's doing this? And you heard the story from him, that gamble from the defense absolutely paid off and made a bad prosecution even worse. Because how they treated Kyle Rittenhouse made you think, my gosh, this prosecution is out for blood. They're not out for facts. They're not out for data uh, by any stretch of the imagination. So now we have to keep our eyes on Kenosha, Wisconsin, and question whether or not there are going to be riots that take place. Black Lives Matter, Antifa, other groups have been gathering You have members of Congress, like Representative Hakeem Jeffries, who said of Kyle Rittenhouse, lock him up and throw away the key. It's always problematic when members of Congress don't actually believe in a rule of law, don't think that courts should be working at all. Courts should just make decisions. It shouldn't actually engage in a level of adjudication. You will also see on social media, Calls for violence, you will see on social media, calls for going after uh, Rittenhouse, calling him a white supremacist, which is standard operating procedure in a case like this, even though nobody involved in this case is black. So we're going to get into what's going to take place in Kenosha and whether or not we're going to see anything into the evening hours. We're going to see how Wisconsin goes about handling this situation. We already know that the governor, Tony Evers, had 500 National Guard troops at the ready, but none had been deployed. We didn't see any in front of the courthouse, although we already saw people gathering at the courthouse, signage at the courthouse, physical attacks taking place at the courthouse. We'll see if we see them there this evening in a defensive posture. But Kyle Rittenhouse found not guilty on all of the charges, including those attempted first-degree intentional homicide charges, including the the reckless use of a firearm. That was one of the charges. All of them not guilty. One question that's going to get asked is exactly what took the jury so long. Some people are going to argue, well, this is how long it takes. Some other people are going to ask, are you sure this is how long it takes? Or was there a question they needed to answer for themselves? Was there a holdout? These are questions that are going to get answered in time. We're following this case. William Jacobson, Cornell law professor, are here to break down his take on the verdict and how he thinks it played out in the jury room. Kyle Rittenhouse, not guilty, all charges. Tony Katz, this is Tony Katz Today. It's not guilty on all charges in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Great to be with you on Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. Four days of deliberations, MSNBC trailing the jury bus, rumors of deadlock, and it came quick. From the moment it first was heard that the Rittenhouse verdict was in to the moment it was read, we're talking about less than 30 minutes it was in and it was out and it was unanimous William Jacobson joins us right now from legal insurrection Cornell law professor that he is he has been following the case at legal insurrection they've already got the the mailers out it is up at the site legalinsurrection.com not guilty on all counts let's break it down from some interesting perspectives there William Jacobson uh Is this the result you expected and what makes you think it took four days to get there?
3: Well, it's certainly the result it should have been. Okay. I mean, everybody was wondering why did it take so long? And I guess it took them that long to get to the right result. I'm assuming that there was a um, holdout that there's maybe one or two or three people who had to be convinced. um, But yeah I mean, who knows why, but thank goodness I mean it really would have shaken even my faith in the judicial system if somebody so clearly not guilty so clearly acting in self defense had been found guilty, it would have been almost unimaginable this now, was not one a close, of the things this was not a close
0: one one of the things that we uh we see one of the things that 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 w- we, we we looked at as as we look at this case, is that the prosecution really wanted to make the claim that the problem is is that Kyle Rittenhouse was there. If Kyle Rittenhouse wasn't there, none of this would have happened. Why did that not work as a defense?
3: Because there was nothing illegal about him being there. They even had to throw out the gun charge. I mean, that was kind of the prosecution's hook into him doing something wrong was that he was underage carrying a gun in violation of Wisconsin law. That turned out not to be true. That uh, And the judge threw it out before it ever got to the jury. So without that, what is it that he did wrong? What is it that he shouldn't have been there? He was entitled to be there like every other citizen, and he was not committing a crime when he was there. So I, I think it just fell apart. I mean, that's kind of a media sort of narrative. That's a frankly... Um, anti-Trump Republican narrative you're hearing from a lot of them. Well, maybe he acted in self-defense, but he shouldn't have been there. Well, he's entitled to be there just like everybody else.
0: Just And that seems to very much bother a lot of people. Talking to William Jacobson, Cornell Law Professor, uh, the mind behind LegalInsurrection.com. Uh, as you take a look at this one by one on the, on the not guilty counts, was there anything that you had looked at? Uh, in, in the charges against him that made you think it was possible where there was at least one charge where something could go uh, wrong. You know, the, the, a lot of the charges was first-degree intentional homicide, use of a dangerous weapon, and then there was first-degree recklessly endangering safety, use of a dangerous weapon, which involves other people, not necessarily the person who was doing the attacking. Did, anybody ma- did any of these charges make you think, well, it's possible a jury could do this, that, or the other?
3: No, actually, not in a rational way. Yes, could something strange have happened? Sure. I mean, that's what we're always fearing. But no, there was nothing there um, that led me to think this was likely to, you know, um, result in a guilty finding other than the fact that I couldn't understand why they're taking so long.
0: Let me get into what we had heard from the defense, which was a series of conversations about mistrials. There was a conversation about a mistrial during the case when prosecution uh, brought into evidence uh, uh, pieces that were already ruled inadmissible. There was a conversation about mistrial uh, when the video evidence wasn't turned over in a timely manner and possibly was the wrong video evidence. There was a conversation of with prejudice, meaning the trial could not be... Kyle Rittenhouse could not be brought back to trial without prejudice, which means the prosecution could have gone at the case again. The judge didn't act on those things. He only heard those things. He didn't rule on them. Was he saving that? Was he saving that for if they decide to declare guilty that he could have then said, all right, we've got a mistrial, start all over?
3: Yes. Why should he rule on things he might not have to rule on? And he knew that, first of all, it's a powerful self-defense case. So the judge had to know there was at least a strong likelihood, if not a certainty, that there would be a not guilty finding. And a not guilty finding washes away all of that stuff. It doesn't matter in a sense that they withheld all this stuff, that they maybe manipulated things, that they did all these bad things, because he's not guilty. So I think the judge was doing what so many people, you know, do, that or so many judges do which is don't decide something you may not have to decide
0: the the i was, I was going to ask you that you saw the judge and you saw the prosecution and you saw the back and forths, and it certainly seemed acrimonious, not being an expert in a courtroom. Maybe those kinds of things do happen. Do these prosecutors, do these assistant district attorneys, will they find themselves in a world of hurt? Will there be a conversation about their actions on the stand, how they presented evidence, evidence that was ruled inadmissible, how they questioned Kyle Rittenhouse on whether or not he had the right to stay silent? Is there, is there a... a future problem for these ADAs? Possibly
3: depends how big a deal the defense wants to make out of it. I think if the defense wants to, wants to make something out of it, um, you know, then maybe somebody will do something. I don't think it's kind of going to happen on its own, but, you know, there were some, uh, you know, some real weird, you know, stuff that went on here.
0: I don't disagree. There was tremendous weird stuff that went on here, and that's one of the questions uh, that that I want to make sure I understand because when we see it right we're the outsider looking in we're like why would you introduce something that you're not allowed to introduce maybe this is something that that lawyers try and sometimes they they get away with it but it certainly seems like a a pretty crazy way to upset the judge talking to Cornell Law Professor William Jacobson from LegalInsurrection.com Now we get into what Kyle Rittenhouse's next moves are, and that's a conversation about defamation. We saw Nicholas Sandman, uh, who was defamed by CNN and others while he stood there on the steps of of the Lincoln Monument uh, with, oh, he had a smirk on his face, and everybody attacked him, and the vitriol that Covington Catholic High School got, uh, he was able to sue a lot of these people and took in a tremendous amount of dollars from those lawsuits. Does Kyle Rittenhouse have that kind of case against news outlets that have referred him as a white supremacist and a murderer
3: well i think you'll it'll ha- you'll have to look at the words that were said you know if they made false statements of fact knowing that those statements were false potentially you do but you got to remember he was a very public figure you you know maybe not before this but i mean for the purpose of this case he's certainly what i think is often referred to as a special purpose public figure so you're going to have to show actual malice you're going to have to show more than negligence And so there probably are some people out there that would be, you know, potentially subject to suit. But there probably are also a lot who just had sloppy opinions. And those people probably will not be subject to anything.
0: William Jacobson, Cornell Law Professor, the mind behind LegalInsurrection.com. I appreciate you taking the time to be with us. We've got more coming up. I'm Tony Katz. Despite Kyle Rittenhouse's conscious decision to travel across state lines and injure one person and take the lives of two people protesting the shooting of Jacob Blake by police, he was not held responsible for his actions. Unfortunately, this is not surprising. That was a tweet put out by an MSNBC host. No, put out by the ACLU. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. Of course, just breaking within the last hour, we brought it to you here live, Kyle Rittenhouse not guilty on all counts in the shootings that took place in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and the ACLU has given up the ghost on actually wanting to protect people's rights. Do not donate to the ACLU now or ever. They are unworthy of your love or your attention. It is a bad organization with bad desires, and those desires are all political and have nothing to do with the rights of people. If they they engage the rights of people, you just got lucky. That's all there is to it. I said it. I can be quoted Do not give your money to the ACLU. Do not give your time or attention to the ACLU. If they send you a fundraising thing in the mail, rip it up or take video of yourself burning it and then post it to social media. Do not attend events. Do not think of them in anything except ill repute and disrespect. Because they deserve none of your love. Now we're hearing uh, that the White House is going to make a statement coming up on Kyle Rittenhouse. Now it's been a busy day at the White House because you got, we got this this tweet from from uh, Jen Psaki, the White House press secretary. Uh, the president has a very standard, run-of-the-mill uh, uh, meeting with his doctors today at Walter Reed. You know, just a normal a normal thing. Oh, okay. I don't know why you have to announce that, but sure. And then we find out it's a colonoscopy, and he's going to hand power over to Vice President Harris for a little while. That has already come and gone. It was handed over, and as, as per the 25th Amendment, it, it, it returns to him. This is what has taken place. But it wasn't run-of-the-mill. It wasn't a routine physical. It was a colonoscopy. Is that why not routine, in the though? world? Why in the world would you tell us it's routine when it's not? Now, I'm not saying a colonoscopy is the end of the world. I'm simply saying you sold it to us as routine like it was no big deal. The president going under anesthesia, little bit of a big deal. Now, you were saying something, producer Ari? Oh, my,
3: you answer it. I said, like, I thought a colonoscopy was pretty standard. Should they have emphasized that it was a colonoscopy? Yes.
0: Well, it, A, it's, it's pretty standard because people get colonoscopies. It's not pretty standard any time the president of the United States is under a general anesthetic and not able to do the job of president of the United States. And so it's clear that Jen Psaki led with a falsehood to soften ground. That's exactly who she is. Now, she is speaking. White House briefing is going on. Let's hear from Jen Psaki
2: earning $100,000 per year will save more than $5,000 per year. Under the president's plan a family
0: Oh, I'm not going to listen to this. I'm not going to listen to the passage of the Build Back Better agenda that took place earlier today 220 to 213. Oh, Nancy Pelosi, all sorts of super duper superly duperly excited about the fact that she was finally able uh, to get Democrats to do something uh, that she wanted to do.
4: The yeas are two hundred and twenty. The nays are two hundred and thirteen. The bill, that better bill, is passed. Well, that's
0: great. That agenda has passed $1.75 billion or is it $1.85 billion? They can't even keep count. It's going to add $376 billion to the deficit over 10 years. It's not all paid for, now is it? That was always a lie from beginning to end. It was a lie from every Democrat in Congress. It was a lie from the president. It was a lie from Democratic parties all across the country who decided to go around their states and saying it's all paid for. It was a lie. But I think the real question is, what in the world is the White House going to say about Kyle Rittenhouse? What, what, why, why would they say anything about Kyle Rittenhouse? If I were them, thinking of the level of trouble they've already put themselves in with the ridiculous, nonsensical, garbage, hot trash comments that President Biden has already made about Kyle Rittenhouse... I'd be real, real quiet. Like super duper duperly superly quiet. But that is not uh the, the the case, it seems. So what are they gonna say? I don't know. Now the Rittenhouse family, of course, every family has a family spokesman. Uh they're speaking right now. Let's see if we can let's see if we can hear what they have to say.
4: He always wanted to take the stand because he wanted to say to tell everybody, the world, his story, right? Nobody knew Kyle. Nobody knows what was in his heart and what was in his head, but everybody wanted to pretend like they knew. So, so that was his opportunity to tell everybody, to tell everybody what was in his head and what was in his heart. And so uh, I'm just speechless and proud of, the strength and the resilience of that young man—he's uh, weathered a hell of a storm over the past year, a hell of a storm—and I—I would suggest that he's—he's he's not just going. This isn't. This situation is not just going to go away. To the sense where Kyle is very pragmatic when he looks back on the past year, right? He—he he was dealt a lot of really crappy cards and he stayed strong his family stayed strong and so that's the they were ups and uh, downs spokesperson
0: right there finally, for Kyle Rittenhouse finally, already on the steps of, of the courthouse the family of Jacob Blake clashing with Rittenhouse supporters they're attacking the all white jury calling people piece of blank because they support Kyle Rittenhouse it's going to be rough in Kenosha Because people want to make this racial when race has absolutely nothing to do with it. Zero. And they can't help themselves. They can't have that. It has to be racial. Otherwise, how do they know they're people if they're not talking about race? How can they get involved? How can you prove America is a bigoted place if you're not screaming that America is a bigoted place? So if the White House makes a statement, we will have it for you. Kurt Schlichter, trial lawyer and author, is scheduled to be with us. We've got more from uh, the the White House briefing that we're going to bring you. And we're not done. I haven't even told you the story of the florist. Oh, the florist who settled. Although I can't necessarily blame her. Can't necessarily blame her. I'll tell you why that matters. But the big story, Kyle Rittenhouse, not guilty on all charges in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Not guilty of murder, not guilty of attempted murder, not guilty of recklessly endangering lives. Not guilty on all counts. I'll have more on that story coming up. Keep it right here. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today.